0: what's up everybody welcome to kind of funny games daily for wednesday september 30th 2020 i'm one of your hosts greg miller alongside the rogue one at gary witta
1: good morning greg how are you
0: i am great gary witta the animal crossing update is upon us tomorrow i can get my pumpkins i can do everything i want the updates installed
1: isn't that today from
0: what i understand reading the articles today is i last night i downloaded the patch which then makes it all possible but all the actual halloween stuff starts on october 1st is what i understand okay you tell me if i'm wrong i'm very very
1: excited to to grow pumpkins i know we are to 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 craft halloween pumpkin related items to buy halloween candy in the store Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh to check out some halloween costumes i love what is the plan I'm i'm so excited
0: for animal talkings Halloween thing you've teased this before <laughs> now we know more about what's happening we can see the costumes and the able sisters we know that of course uh there's trick-or-treating on actual Halloween inside Animal Crossing what are your plans for animal talking
1: uh we are um uh working on some kind of Halloween special which okay. will happen at the end of October um and we're gonna have some uh, favorite guests uh come back um I believe you'll you'll be among them Greg thank you. Thank you. Very excited to have you back. Um, and uh, you know, we'll be shopping for Halloween costumes throughout the month to make sure that our costume and prop department is uh, fully stocked and ready to go. And uh, I think we're gonna have fun. I, I as I've said to you before, Greg, as you know, we were talking about it before the show. I just love this kind of year. This this time of year, this whole stretch oh, yeah. from Halloween to Christmas. Um well, is that's the thing the, is like it's just the best. I think I think I think I'm it might be more guy. of a fight than usual this year. I but, love the well, Halloween,
0: but you're the Christmas guy. So, like, you're just you're. You know, I'm here already. I I'm in my moment. My offense. moment oh, starts. I love.
1: Th- I, love all, I love all of it. But I, I if you ask me, like, if I could have one, yeah, it would be Christmas. Christmas is the yeah. best. What are you nuts? Yeah. But but Halloween is is also uh, uh, wonderful. I love. I you know, I'm not usually like a fan of uh, scary movies and all the spookiness. Sure. But uh, I do get into it at Halloween. You know, my wife and I we watch scary movies. My kid, of course, uh, loves it. She loves uh, spooky time. Wait, so um, wait, wait, wait.
0: How, how, how uh, this is always something that fascinates me as somebody without kids. And when I grew up and I was a huge, huge baby, how, wh- how do you decide what's scary or not scary enough for uh, your kid to watch?
1: Well, she decides. She, she okay. knows what her limits are. And she, she, I mean, she's only eight and she has a, so she has a fairly low tolerance. There's a big difference between spooky and scary, right? So anything that's sure. spooky, that's, that's like Halloween content that's made for kids. Yeah. Um, it's fine, but like she's not going to, She's not. She's not going to, uh, you know, snuggle up and watch the Babadook with us or anything like that. <laughs> We're not. <nuts. laughs> We're not nuts.
2: Okay, um, fair, But fair. no,
1: she like she likes the spookiness. Uh, all through this is actually the one part of Halloween that I don't love. All through October, she gets a free pass to jump out at us and say boo as much as she wants. And she and she, actually cool. she's gotten me a few a few good times on uh, past Halloween. So I'm bracing myself. You know that. You know that. You know that part of a movie where like you know a jump scares probably coming and you're kind of racing for it yeah imagine that but like drawn out for an entire month and you're just constantly in that state of like heightened awareness and anxiety that's pretty much our halloween when you've got a kid around here
0: i have a question can i also get that october pass to jump out and scare you whenever i want
1: well, yeah, I mean, so on. Like, I mean, yes, but you'd have to do it over over Discord, oh, I guess, no. because I'm yeah. not gonna see unless you're gonna take this to like the next level, put on you a mask, and no be like Cato uh, in the Pink Panther movies. You have and, like, no you idea. What you're, what Talk you're to, to me about to this.
0: I'll 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 set it up for you. All right, you're pulling out of your garage and you hear a thump and you see this body spin out and then land in your grass and the walker you know goes it, you flying. You know what I mean? You know the pearls remind- spill out like Bruce Wayne. All you right, know what Martha reminds
1: Wayne. it me of, Greg? I you'll, you'll, you'll As a wrestling fan, you'll remember this. They sure. do away with it. But back when I was really into wrestling, like in the 90s, when it was yeah. still the WWF, they used to have this thing called the Hardcore Championship. It was a belt course, you had to defend 24/7. 24-7. Do you remember? Yeah. And whoever had the belt, like you could be pinned anywhere at any time. Like you right. were constantly, constantly defending it. And they would actually have a referee yeah. follow you around all the time so they could always do a three count wherever you got pinned. So every time they would interview the Hardcore Champion, he was constantly like, because he could get totally. jumped at any totally. time, like in yeah. or inside or outside of the ring. That's basically how I feel all through October, waiting to get jumped.
0: Just wait for me. Wait for me to start cranking it up all a right. notch. And I will right. tell the you before anybody
1: challenges on before okay, anybody October. attacks
0: you, uh, Gary Witta in the chat. I'll have you know there is now in WWE a twenty four seven championship, and it's it's not the hardcore belt. What sucks because it's not about like using chairs and barbed wire and stuff, but it is the same idea. Falls oh, count anywhere, you can get That's pinned. Cool. Yeah, I our truth is always that. I getting that was really screwed really up. Yeah, yeah
2: enough right, about that go.
0: ladies and gentlemen instead let's talk about the fact that they have recast spider-man as you know him from the playstation 4 to playstation 5 version uh crunch like, is happening on cyberpunk oh it's the lead story don't worry and a new smash character is coming we're going to talk about all this and more because this is Kinda Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday across a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, write into patreon.com slash games. You can go over there, toss us a few bucks, get each and every episode ad-free, get it with the exclusive post show. Of course, get to contribute your questions, comments, concerns, and squad up requests. Of course, if you support us at the right levels, you can get your name right on the show. You can get the exclusive Patreon show. You can have a great time and tell us we're doing good stuff however if you don't think we're doing stuff or you don't have bucks to toss our way it's no big deal you can get every episode live on twitch.tv slash kind games if you're watching live you have a special job go to kind of you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday uh housekeeping for you donktober begins this saturday i ask blessing whenever he he kicks off the shows you know on the week and I, I always ask him you know be very good with the template write in what you need me to say so we get when we, when i take over it's any host can drop in and go all he wrote is donktober begins saturday didn't even put a period on the sentence so enjoy Donktober starting Saturday. I well, believe exactly it's Barrett Greg. I believe it's Barrett and Blessing streaming, but that's the information. I you know blessing. How do you want me to sell Donktober? I say. Write it in housekeeping. He writes Donktober begins Saturday. So that's what you've got to be on the end of I mean they
1: for. obviously feel very confident in this event. They feel like it sells itself. They don't need to hype it up.
0: Well, there is a the thing for a while
1: when it starts.
0: People thought for a while that it was Donktober. So I think that was doing a lot of the heavy lifting that it shown up for I know, right? But then yeah, this is this is what they do. This is how they. So I'm guessing it's, it's something Donkey Kong it. related. Yeah, no, it's definitely uh, that. Blessing Eddie Oye Jr., you're on Kind of Funny Games Daily with me and Gary Whitta. How are you?
2: I'm doing good. How are you doing?
0: Good. You wrote Donktober begins Saturday in the housekeeping notes. What the fuck does that mean? Oh man, yeah, Donktober. It's this huge event on Saturday, every Saturday actually in the month of Donktober. First of all, Greg, I should make clear, October is a whole month, and so the whole month of October we're not calling it october
2: anymore we're not calling
0: it donctober uh yeah basically what that is wait hold oh, i'm sorry real quick just for just for my own edification does that mean every games daily and i'm like it's wednesday october 1st uh, and i got to say or should i got to say it's donctober uh, i mean you know that's up to you that's okay up to you. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna force that on you but you okay. know, if you if you feel like it's appropriate go for it okay cool sorry anyway saturday what's happening
2: Oh, Saturday, uh, every Saturday this month, me and Bear are basically going to be playing through the entirety of DK64 in celebration. Okay. So people can tune in. That's, that's happening noon Pacific time on Saturdays. Twitch.tv so slash count20games, all that good stuff.
0: Okay, good. All right, get back to work.
2: Cool. Uh, also, the new Spider Man looks terrible.
0: We're not there yet. We're not there yet. God dang it! Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Mohammed, Mohammed, aka Momo, Tom Bach, and Blackjack. Today we're brought to you by Upstart Hymns and Logitech. But I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. We got five items on the Roper Report.
1: Uh-huh. Kevin's bringing it this morning. We're
0: all bringing it. We're all on our A-game. I'm having it. Yeah, that's it. Cheers, Gary. A little cup of coffee, a little cup of the, you know, the hair of the
1: dog, as they say. What do you got there? What do you what, do you, what are you brewing up there? Black Greg? coffee, Pete's. That's what, what we
0: need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, number one, this, I want you to know, has bumped the original number one story This broke just a little while ago from the PlayStation blog. Uh, James Stevenson, community director over at Insomniac Games, put up a thing called, included with Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales' Ultimate Oh, no, no, that's the subhead. Marvel Spider-Man Remastered Details is what the blog post is talking about. And it's talking about, of course, the, the whole voucher code fiasco that's been going on of Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered being included with Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition coming on November twelfth. The post reads as you would expect. It talks about, of course, oh, hey, you know, we're very excited for this voucher code you're going to get. Hey, let's talk about the graphical updates. They've gone, uh, you know, above and beyond on the city environments. It looks beautiful. It's all these different things. Kevin, if you scroll down, you, Kevin's got it pulled up here. They uh, you, you go down and like, oh, here's what it looks like in 4 Crazy K. Here's the ray tracing. They see Spider-Man in a reflection. But then you scroll a little bit further and read some text. And what do we find, Gary? What a Look at this. A brand new face for Spider-Man. That's Wait, who's right. That? They, they have recast Peter Parker. I'm reading from James on the PlayStation blog. This does bring us to one of the bigger changes. In order to bring the best performances to players with our next generation Marvel Spider-Man games, we have recast the face of Peter Parker. We loved working with John Bubby Uh No, that's not right. Uh, Bubniak uh, on the original game. However, to get a b- better match for Peter Parker slash Spider-Man actor Yuri Lowenthal's facial capture, we have cast Ben Jordan to be the face model for Peter Parker on the PlayStation 5 console. He looks incredible in-game, and Yuri's moving performances take on a new life. Right now, if you're a video uh, watcher, you see uh, the Doc Ock, spoilers, uh, Peter Parker scene where Doc puts on the arms for the first time. They posted this in full here with the new Ben Jordan model, and, of course, Yuri's still dialogue, uh, talking through and going through it. Can you full screen that, Kevin? Can we see that full screen just to give a little bit more intensity to what we're seeing here? Uh, I don't even know where to begin because if you want to talk about the the amount of things I did not see happening with Spider-Man remastered, recasting uh, Peter Parker was definitely high on that list, something I hadn't even considered. Now, granted, I'm not in, inside Insomniac getting uh, updates on what they're doing and why they're doing it, but I am, I am shook, Gary. I am shook. Kevin, if you click on the second link there, the second one, that'll show you a side-by-side comparison uh, with that. Oh, no, that's a different one? There it is. There it is. 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 Side by side comparison, if you can full screen that tweet with the original uh, face, of course, who was John uh, Bubniak. And now we're talking about Ben Jordan. Of course, Yuri Yuri Lowenthal, uh, famed voice actor, uh, Prince of Persia, a million other things, uh, is still the voice both times around. Uh, First reaction, Gary Widow, what do you think of this new Peter Parker?
1: My my immediate first reaction is watching those watching that clip again makes me does make me want to go back and replay the whole game because it really sure. what what a fantastic game that was I just I just like, almost forgotten how good it was I will definitely go back and play the remaster this this strikes me as kind of a strange change though when I it's funny when I first played the PlayStation Four um, Spider Man game one of the things that um, wasn't at the top of my list of things that I liked was was the the Peter Parker face he he I thought he was a little bit old um it wasn't a hundred percent like you know everyone has their own image in their head of like what Peter Parker does and doesn't look like like Tom Holland for me really nails it and obviously does for a lot of people Andrew Garfield for example didn't you know it's like everyone's got their own sense of what they think that character should look like and but over time that face model for Peter Parker especially with the voice because Yuri does a tremendous job as Peter Parker's voice um uh it grew on me and I by the end I was like yeah that's Peter Parker so for them to change it again now feels like a bit a of, bit of a curveball. I guess mostly, Greg. The question is why? Why did they? Why did they feel they needed to change the face? Were they not happy with it? Like what? Why did they explain the why of it all? The, all we have so far is this
0: blog post. Uh, we loved working with John on the original game. However, to get a better match to Peter Parker slash Spider Man actor Yuri Falls, facial capture, we have cast Ben Jordan as to be the face model for Peter Parker on the PlayStation Five console.
1: I, I mean, I mean, he I'm does look you. a little bit younger. I, I've always preferred the younger version of. I know that in in the Marvel Spider-Man game, he's not a high school kid, right? Like he's out of college. He is a little. He's twenty three, according. To James Spaderman for a yeah. while. So yeah. the older, a bit now. He, look, I mean, they really baby faced him, right? I mean, he, yeah. they made him look quite a bit younger.
0: Yeah, so like I said uh, on Twitter, uh, uh, James Stevenson from Insomniac was uh, tweeting and talking about this and responding to some stuff. He confirms if we didn't remember, which is I don't remember; it's been a while. That Spider, uh, there, Peter Parker is twenty three years old, and with I'm with my, I'm with you on the fact, Gary, that like when you I, I, you start that game and you play through the entirety of it and you get to the end and it, you knew all along and the Aunt May stuff and everything else. By the end of it, this concoction of Yuri's voice and John's face was Peter Parker to me. Like, I get it. This is it. I'm done. I'm in there. I don't know if they ever had to sell me on it, but I understand that's who it was to me. So to wake up today and get this, it is a very, what, like, I can't believe, I don't, it's not that I can't believe it. It's not that I don't understand what they're saying here. And I'm with you that he looks like a younger version of Peter Parker. He looks more like Tom Holland. He looks like, honestly, he looks more, like a 23-year-old to me than uh, John's face did. I have no idea how John, how old John is, but even that, I guess looking at that face, I was never like, oh, this guy seems a lot older than 23. It's this weird thing, and one of the most interesting uh, takes I saw on this, and it might have been our friend Imran Khan, but I might also be attributing it to the, just to anybody, was the fact that he doesn't look much older than Miles now, which is an interesting thing of what it's going to look like to see him next to Miles. And our own blessing at AOEA Jr., who uh, was popping off on Slack about this today, talking to called out the fact that one of the reasons they're probably doing this and having to do this of course is that Peter's going to have to appear in Miles Morales uh Spider-Man uh at some point so you'd want you can't have two different uh actors there right so if you were going to make this change and it's going to be in miles so you have to have patched it into at least the PlayStation 5 version of this I have asked James on Twitter the most uh, easy way to get your information I guess if this is going to get patched into PS4 my my answer in my head is 99%. No, of course not. Especially when they're pointing out that face model part Peter Parker on the PS five console, they talk, they seem like they're talking very seriously and clearly like, uh, performances to players with our next generation, Marvel Spider-Man games inferring to me, not only is that, are we getting the remaster? We're getting miles and obviously we're getting a Spider-Man two or whatever you call it. Like going forward, this is going to be the face. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's been a knee-jerk reaction. In, in our own Slack, uh, Barrett says, oof. And then uh, he looks like a generic avatar. You start with create a character. And then Blessing wrote, uh, every day 2020 brings a new op- in new obstacles to test our human fortitude. <laughs> this is one of them. Lots of hyperbole there, uh, Kevin. I put in another one there that is my Twitter thread. If you want to toss that up uh, and go through it, you see people all over the place reacting, and the, it seems like the majority knee-jerk action is "Oof, I don't like this," and I wonder how much of that is strictly the fact that we know what Peter Parker looks like in Spider-Man PS4. We played that, you know, for double-digit hours. We're probably there in terms of having a connection to that character. To sort of see stuff get kicked around, it's weird, right?
1: Uh, having, John, I mean, like, I, I I discovered this as you saw, Greg. I learned about this when you told me at the top of that. I just crawled out of bed. Like you like to come in out. as a blank so slate, to me. Yeah. I'm, you know, you're getting the live, the live, you know, uh, hot take as it as it happens. Having lived with this knowledge now for a couple of minutes, I, mean, I, I guess I'm okay with it. It's not the end of the world. I, I don't looking at the two Peter Parkers back back to back. I don't think it's necessarily a better or worse. It's just different. Um, and I'm sure Insomniac felt like they must have had a good reason to do it because yeah. why? Why change any element of a game that was so popular? Like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I don't think anyone at the end of the Spider-Man game was going, "Oh, I loved everything about that game, but I wish Peter Parker had a different face." If like people were clamoring for that, it's like I can understand Insomniac saying, "Hey, fans, we listened, we heard you, we gave you what you asked for." But no one was really crying out for this. Insomniac obviously felt like this was a change. That internally they just wanted to make so it's their game uh, i support them again i don't think it's better or worse just just different um and yeah of course people are are shitting the bed a little bit because listen if you want knee jerk throw my toys out of the pram hot takes look no further than your local uh video twitter.com you yeah. know we, we 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 love to complain about uh things that we fear change we don't like change um but uh you know this is they did probably a big storm in a in a in a teacup if, if, if even that what Um, this is i think more than anything i would love to know that i would really love to know the exact details of the reason why because it just seems a bit odd but i'm you know i think it's kind of a i'm kind of neutral on it
0: yeah i think overall the reaction you're seeing today and the hard opinions and the hot takes are basically because this is just a bucket of cold water like i just don't it's like such a way to wake up in the morning and get like shocked of like wait what like This, Like you said, Gary, this incredibly successful game that everyone not everyone, but lots of people have an attachment to, you're changing something as crucial to it, which I think also leads to the point you made, Gary, that guess what? Insomniac felt like they had to do this for whatever reason and whatever reason going forward and whatever 4K ray tracing all that brings to them. And I'm with you, Gary, of like, they made a fucking amazing Spider-Man game, no pun intended. And I'm sure Miles Morales is going to be amazing as well. So, I, tr- I believe in Insomniac. They thought this was the right move. This was the right move. I'm not, you know, pitchforks and torches out here. Will,
1: do you think it will um, change your perception of the game at all as you inevitably go back and replay it in the remastered form?
0: I, I mean, it's similar to what you said uh, earlier of, uh, you know, you, want, you you looking at that scene got you excited to replay it. For me, with the Spider-Man remaster, you know, voucher code in with the ultimate edition of Spider-Man Miles Morales, I've I've gone on record like oh my god like I got excited when they said new trophies. I'm like if it would have just been hey we're putting Spider Man PS4 onto PS5 in the Ultimate Edition and it's got ray tracing and it's got 3D sound I would have been like okay cool and I think we all would have played it for a little bit and then and not not all of us many would have played it for a little bit and fallen off I wouldn't have seen it all the way through but for them to say like hey it's got new trophies I was like oh man I would love to platinum this game I would love another excuse to play more Spider Man and then here. To have a new Peter Parker in it. I do find that interesting. I, I would like to see how he acts against uh Mary Jane. Or I shouldn't say acts, I guess, how he emotes and what they do, and like see his face, you know, when he pulls off his mask and talks to certain people in the game. No spoilers. Like I, I am excited to see a new performance from it. I do think it's another reason to play this game again.
1: It's it's funny because they did have like a whole changing relationship with the original Peter Parker face. I think Leah will tell you when we were first playing it, like for the first few days, I was like. I just don't like his face. Like he doesn't look like Peter Parker. Like to mm-hmm. me, like in my own imagination. But by the end of it, they they did such a great job with that character and with the voice and the vocal performance and the look of him and just everything. That game is so so good. It re- I think it was my my game of the year. Um, uh, for that year, uh, probably tied with Luigi's Mansion Three. Um, but I I loved it so much. It really it was, was one of the best experiences I've had in ages. Um, and so yeah it, it, it's 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 an odd change but it's it's fine i'm okay with it we don't, we don't have to get angry about everything it's okay some things can just be what they are um explain to me this so this will this only be available through buying miles morales or will I, would i be able to get this a la carte if i wanted to for the PlayStation
0: you cannot 5? buy spider-man ps5 or spider-man remastered on playstation 5 a la carte okay so yeah. only
1: through the miles morales ultimate edition
0: correct okay yeah, that's and how the much one more that, are they
1: charging for that than the regular one?
0: That's 20 bucks more. Okay, so you get All it's right. tw- they're basically charging you $20 for Spider Man uh, remastered on PlayStation 5.
1: Now, how much are they charging for the base game? It's not, it's not like 70 bucks, right? That's correct. Spider Man,
0: Spider Man Miles Morales is $49.99. Okay, uh, so then, you,
1: then 20 extra for Ultimate, correct? With okay, with the remaster. All right, okay, I'll do it you'll do it I'm fine you'll do you buy it that way
0: because yeah. it's you're you're okay with that remember of course you can buy Spider-Man Miles Morales on PlayStation 4 and then you can upgrade that one uh over here what we're talking about uh let me bring in this other. hold on people I don't want to get into it it's so fucking confusing right now you're wrong me if you think I've gotten this wrong once again of how to get Spider-Man Miles Mor- Spider-Man
1: Spider-Man Well, someone in your chat just said that you can bet I don't know if this is true but you could but someone in your chat just that's said that's why you can i'm saying buy it. the regular Miles Morales game and then upgrade it to, with a, with tw- with a $20 in game purchase to get the remaster. Right. I don't know. Again, I don't know if that's true.
0: That is, that I believe is true. But again, what do we you, you still have to buy Miles Morales to get it. You can't just buy a la carte Spider-Man uh, uh remastered.
1: Yeah, I kind of feel like You can't like just straight up buy it off the I mean, the thing, I don't know. Saying. I mean, who are we who are we trying to help out here? Like if you if you bought spider-man the first one and you loved it you're probably i mean how many people are 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 out there saying oh i would love to buy i would love to to get the ps5 remaster of uh spider-man but i have no interest in miles morales like there aren't there aren't any people like that are there like if you're in for one you're in for the other
0: yeah but i mean there's the argument right that people want you know they want their save to carry over from spider-man ps4 that they already paid it for it they already bought all the um uh dlc oh i mean I I, I I
1: mean i definitely think that if you i don't know how technically possible this is but if you have the original spider-man game yeah um and you've transferred it to your playstation 5 which hopefully we'll be able to do we still don't know for sure we got some very encouraging news this past week on bat on the back compatibility um for xbox series x we still don't know for sure how well that's going to work on playstation 5 until we start getting our hands on the hardware and testing it yes. for ourselves other than this vague assurance oh the top playstation Four 99%. games
0: playstation 4 games they'll work over there but Mm -hmm.
1: yeah spider-man will i'm sure will work just fine if i've transferred that over to my playstation 5 with all my saves i would like to think that the remastered version would have like new game plus and stuff like that unlocked out of the gate i don't think it will but it should that would be nice
0: yeah i'll be interested to see what they do with that for remastered you would hope that yes new game plus well, I, 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 yeah, remaster they're treating as a brand new game, and so are you saying you wish you could have your save from PS4 to use on PS5 for New Game Plus? Or are you yes, just talking about? I, okay, you're just talking it about,
1: like that's probably not going to be the case, right? Wait,
0: you're talking about backwards
1: compatible Spider Man? I'm I'm saying I'm saying okay, so I have Spider Man PlayStation yeah. 4 uh-huh. with 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 a save that is like platinumed and New Game Plus <laughs> and everything's unlocked, right? Right. If I pull if I pull that over, forget about the re, forget about the remaster for a second. If I just yep. bring that over to my PlayStation 5. Is my save coming over as well? I'm Theoretically, have a New Game Plus. And this is where people want to. You don't I, know, I, right? We're still in the dark here.
0: I know they've said that yes, you like certain games are saying that, other games are saying no. It's a whole rigmarole. But There's actually, you know what? Things, hold on, hold on, time on. time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Full stop, orders. full stop. I'm bringing up number four in the Roper report, even though we're not even done with number one. Spider-Man Miles Morales saves can transfer from PS4 to PS5. This is Gabe Gerwin at GameSpot. There's been some confusion lately about which game saves will carry over when moving from PS4 to PS5 this holiday. But Insomniac Games has cleared the air for one particular title. If you start Spider-Man Miles Morales on PS4, you will be able to keep playing uh, where you left off with PS5. Responding to a player's request on Twitter, Insomniac confirmed that you'll be able to transfer your save data on the PlayStation 4 to the PlayStation 5 because the game supports cross-generational upgrading for free. It's like it's likely many players will do this if they can't find a PS5 right away. Insomniac's That's tweet read. Right. I know, I know, it's but it gets to the conversation we're having. Uh, Insomniac tweets, hi there. Uh, you will be able to transfer your save to PS5. We'll share details clo- closer to launch. The same is not true for Spider-Man Remastered, which is coming to PS5 as part of the game's Ultimate Edition. It's an enhanced version of the 2018 PS4 game, uh, but you'll need to start from scratch if you plan on playing on PlayStation 5. The Mm. same is true for Yakuza Like a Dragon, though the Xbox Smart Delivery System means your save data will transfer from Xbox One to Xbox X or Xbox Series S. You are correct, Gary, that we are talking about two different things here. We're talking about Spider-Man, Miles Morales, PS4 working on a save, working on a PS5. Not Backwards compatible Spider-Man save working on from PlayStation Four working on PlayStation Five.
1: That's I believe be it will.
0: You'll be fine. I think that's going to work. But I do I'll, think this I'll is going to be case be fine by case. Again, it's
1: not the end of the world. We've all got bigger problems than that these days. But ideally, in an ideal world, I would have gotten the PlayStation Five remaster and being and been able to play through it with the new game plus that I earned already. Sure, of course, so that, that would have been the experience that I wanted to have. But I'm not going to get to do that. I guess. I mean, and again, I'm sure there's a good reason for it. Trying to give me yeah. the benefit of the doubt here.
0: No, of course. And well, I mean, I think it's just the fact that, I mean, guess what? Smart delivery, as much as we want to make fun of, you know, marketing speak in the early days, is a great feature and an awesome mm-hmm. thing that works really, really well. And I think that even if you remove the smart delivery part of it, just the fact that Xbox is working as one ecosystem is brilliant. And of course, that's awesome that your saves are going to work. And I think PlayStation, and not every PlayStation game, I do think that when you put in your Spider-Man PlayStation 4 backwards compatible title, you'll be able to get your PlayStation 4 saves, I hope, off the cloud. But I do think you're going to run into a bunch of games that do clown you out this and have fucking oh i think weird things I, that I don't
1: mean, once we start getting our hands on this hardware where people start really getting into the into the weeds of you can do this and but you cannot do that it's going to be a mess for a while before we sort all of this out there's still so many unknowns and we're only like what a month out
0: yeah pretty much i mean it's we right know the again heart.
1: the pictures the picture is coming into focus with xbox because they have, they have sent those final hardware models out and a lot of reviewers and tech people have had a chance to really you know get into the weeds of the back compatibility and we've seen now how fast you know, you know quick resume and stuff like that well like, we actually have a pretty good sense now on Xbox of the experience we're going to have on PlayStation 5 which is only like, it comes out only 2 days after Xbox we still have no idea i don't know what sony's plan is to seed early units uh, or if yeah. we're going to if we're going to see early impressions before it launches but sony's being curiously quiet i mean i don't know it just kind of i just feel like xbox is just doing a way better job in terms of the messaging right now than than sony
0: 100 percent. yeah they're way out in front of it which is uh, very very interesting and you want to see playstations get it together and start talking about it but in know does it matter in the long run we'll see it's going to all be about launch day and how that goes for everybody believe it or not we're still in story one we're not done with spider-man uh news for spider-man remastered uh, on top of all that they also kevin if you want to throw it up confirm that uh the spider suits they're adding to this right uh i'm going to read from that that's not all we take full advantage of next generation playstation features like near instant loading spatial 3d audio and compatible headphones uh, dual sense yada, yada. we've also brought a new photo mode features uh the game we developed for spider-man miles morales uh you can now place lights in the environment. Oh, and speaking of spider suits, here you go. And Kevin, if you can show it, it's the Amazing Spider-Man suit from the Amazing Spider-Man I'm sorry, where where is this We're back on the original. This is the, I'm sorry, yeah, I gave you like 15 minutes. No, it's okay, it's okay, I'm here. PlayStation blog one. Go to the PlayStation blog one that is just the article about Spider-Man, which is number one. It's the number Uh, one link. Got it,
1: got it, got it. And then scroll down and
0: you can see that they're finally adding... uh andrew garfield's uh, amazing spider-man suit to it that's right the amazing suit has arrived as one of the three new suits in the game uh, awesome? it's perfect it's it is the perfect suit to wear as you attempt to earn earn the platinum trophy in marvel's spider-man remastered Go oh, in there right there it's just oh, oh, down oh, oh, oh. that one there yeah see andrew garfield
1: How, is that is the andrew the andrew what garfield that- suit was was pretty straight down the middle though right there wasn't radical or anything in its design
0: I mean, it had gold eyes. It had gold eyes and different, I mean, settings for where the red and blues were to an extent.
1: What's it your was, favorite I, Spider-Man suit, Greg? Wow, Gary, that's a great question. Put you on the
0: spot. I know, I like it. I mean, I would throw out the symbiote if I'm, well, I, I, but I don't think, I think that's unfair. You just want my classic, or are you talking about what I could play as in Insomniac Spider-Man or just in general Spider-Man?
1: Uh, well, I mean, let me let me ask you both. Well, I mean, because I mean, maybe Thank it's you. the same question because the, one of the things I love about the game is it gives you such an incredible variety and choice of, of sure. suits um let, let's just say for the game like what what, what in what the do you game spend, what do you spend most of your time playing the game right i on? was in the cell shaded suit a long time i like that, that one that that, I, right I thought out. that was amazing by the way
0: and then when i came back and started after we went and saw into the spider verse and they dropped the into the spider verse uh peter b parker costume i mm-hmm. played for a few hours as that and really dug it so that's what i left off in but i mean if I, you're talking about what i played the most in the game it would have been the classic suit so the one that you had that got all fucked up, spoilers by Kingpin, and then you got your White Spider one. As soon as I had the option to switch back to the classic suit, I wore that pretty much all the way through. Right, there. right, right. In this house, we don't respect the White Spider. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, Everybody
1: I, I, I thought the White Spider was a bit splashy. It was a bit too, was a little bit too much. Sure. I liked it, and it they definitely made it their own. Like you look at it, exactly. and you're like, Oh yeah, that's from the that's from the Insomniac game. Yep. Um, but I don't. I, I I'm not a big fan of like the radical reinventions of the Spider suit. Like it's a classic design. Like for me personally. I prefer to play with the classic design. Having said that, I played most of the game in the Stark suit because I think it's a cool looking suit. But again, it doesn't—it doesn't reinvent the wheel. Like it's still the basic design.
0: Yeah, and it was—you know—I—I would think I use a lot of Tom Holland's uh, homecoming suit as well. Like I, I dug that one quite a bit. Yeah. Anyways, number two on the Roper Report, believe it or not. Uh, Crunch at CD Projekt Red is a thing on Cyberpunk, and maybe that doesn't surprise you, but maybe it should. This is Jason Schreier over at Bloomberg. Uh, Polish video game developer CD Projekt Red told employees on Monday that six-day work weeks will be mandatory leading up to the November release of the highly anticipated Cyberpunk 2077, reneging on an earlier promise to not force overtime on the project. Red, a subsidiary of Poland's biggest gaming company, CD Projekt SA, uh, has been criticized previously for engaging in crunch, an industry term for excessive overtime in game development. The practice often lasts for weeks and can stretch out for months or even years. CD Projekt Red, co-chief executive officer, uh, Marcin Owinski, last year told gaming website Kotaku, this is Jason Schreier when he still worked there, that the company would be avoiding mandatory crunch and was committed to allowing employees to work without overtime. But an account from a CD Projekt Red employee recently, as well as an email to staff earlier this week, indicate the company hasn't lived up to its word. The employee, who asked not to be named discussing private information, uh, said some staff had already been putting in nights and weekends for more than a year in the email CD Project Red Studio head Adam Badowski uh, wrote that he was optimistic about the state of Cyberpunk 2077 which stars Keanu Reeves and that they just sent out the game to be certified for release on Sony Corp's PlayStation and Microsoft Corp's Xbox now he wrote it was time to fix the game's many lingering bugs and glitches quote starting today the entire development studio is in overdrive Badowski wrote elaborating that that this meant your typical amount of work and your typical amount of work and one day of the weekend the extra work would be paid, as required by Polish labor laws. Uh, many other video game studios don't pay for overtime. Quote, I take it upon myself to receive the full backlash for this decision, he wrote. I know this is in direct opposition to what we said about crunch. It's also, a direct, uh, it's also in direct opposition to what I personally grew to believe a while back, that crunch should never be the answer. But we've extended all other possible means of navigating the situation, end quote. Uh, CD Projekt's chief financial officer, uh, Piotr, Uh, uh, responded to Bloomberg questions in an email saying that Cyberpunk's November 19th launch date wouldn't be changed, adding that the studio is working to eliminate most bugs at the last straight, the main reason it asked employees to work an extra day. Uh, Shares in CD Projekt Red fell to... uh, Let me try that again. Shares in CD Projekt fell 2.6 percent in trading in Warsaw at 12:37 p.m. below the WIG 20. Uh, Trigon an analyst uh, said the research you know, basically it's all down right because of this. Uh, they're worried about that even as the risk of further postponement uh, is minimal. Last year, uh, they the again, this isn't saying that they told the Kotaku uh, that they were going to make uh, CD Projekt Red a more humane workplace. Quote, we are known for treating gamers with respect, Winsky said. I actually would like for us uh, to also be known for treating developers with respect. Uh, and then after this article went up yesterday, late in the afternoon, uh, Adam Badowski from uh, CD Projekt, quote, tweeted it and put out this statement. These last six weeks are our final sprint on a project we've all spent much of our lives on, something we care for deeply. The majority of the team understands that push, especially in light of the fact that we've just sent the game to CERT and every day brings us visibly closer to shipping a game uh, we want to be proud of. This is one of the hardest decisions I've had to make, but everyone is well compensated for the extra hour they put in. And like in recent years, 10% of the annual profit of our company generates in 2020 will be split directly among the team. Gary, a long article, of course, great reporting from Jason, go over to Bloomberg, give him the click. Uh, what's your immediate reaction?
1: My immediate reaction on this one is really kind of not, not to try to have too much of an, an opinion on it. And let me explain. That. I, I really sure. want to have respect for this issue um i i don't really on i know there's a lot of discourse going back and forth on on this right now and it and 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 it and and there has been ever since crunch has been an issue which is forever um i i don't really want to hear the opinion of a pro, of professional opinion havers on the internet on this one um mm. i the people that i want to hear from are the game developers who who live through it and who experience it and and actually know what they're talking about know what really understand what crunch means in terms of their in terms of what it means for the game, in terms of what it means for their lives, for their mental and physical health, for their well um, those and, and, and by extension, I, I also don't mind hearing from people who have done extensive research on this issue and have spoken to a lot of these developers. Jason is one of those people. So I generally tend to, I think, side more with Jason on this one because I think he has a more informed opinion because he's done the research. He's a proper journalist. He's spoken to dozens and dozen developers who have lived, lived through this. Um, and uh, so when he speaks, I think he, I think he speaks uh, from from a somewhat informed uh, position on this issue. Sure. Um there are many others out there, I think, who are just, again, a, prof- a professional opinion havers um and and instantly feel like they they know what um uh, they're talking about. Um, but I try to filter out a lot of the noise. I do think that in this particular case, it's a little bit surprising from CD Project Red, a company which um over the last several years, has done a great job, I think, of cultivating uh, and earning. It seems like uh, a very good reputation. Uh, for treating uh, people well, both internally and externally. It seems like they treat their teams well, the developers well, and it seems like they treat their customers well. They've been very, very generous and very uh, customer-friendly in terms of, you know, the upgrade plans and, you know, the the, the way in which um, uh, they just generally approach uh, how their consumers, their customers, are going to uh, buy and experience uh, their games. I think, I, uh, and so there's a little bit surprising. I think, I think they're probably really bummed about this. They really don't want to push it anymore. They already got one really, they already had one really big push, um and but the what the one time you really can't afford to push a game is when the launch is in November, right? because sure. you you got you gotta get them sales, especially when it's tied to the launch of a new console if they if they pushed it to January, would it really make a big difference? I mean cyberpunk 2077 is probably gonna be a massive hit whatever day of the year you release it, but I think they've probably got spreadsheets and numbers and things like that that tell them that they'd be it would be costing them too much money uh to uh to push it into the new year when they can have all those those shiny new console um, uh, sales. Uh, if there's, I, I, I'll go as far as saying this, I think the, the best thing, if they're going to crunch their employees, um, really, really compensate the fuck out. And they, they, they should be on time and a half, double bubble, triple bubble. They should be, they should be cyberpunk 27 is going to be making a lot, a lot of money. So take some of that money and, 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 and heavily compensate your, the employees that you're asking, uh, to sacrifice to, to get this game out the door. Um, but, it, but again, I know there's a lot of discourse here. Um, I, I don't really have a lot of time for the, for the, for the, for the professional opinion havers on this one. Uh, I want to hear from devs. I want to hear from people that, that this is directly affected by. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm kind of like benching myself a little bit on this one because I don't want to be in the business as you know, I so often am shoot my mouth off about things. I know little or nothing about, I sure, want to, I want I want to avoid doing that in this case, because it's a, it's a serious issue. This is not just about, Oh, Peter Parker has a new face um it's it's something that really affects the mental and physical well-being of lives and, and lives of of not just the the developers but the their families and the people they care about it's a real thing um and i think we should be sensitive uh to that and respectful of it uh so i'm i'm kind of i'm not i don't want to take a pass on it but i'm like i don't feel like i'm educated enough on this issue to really shoot my mouth off about it given um that it has serious implications for people so i don't know what do you think
0: I th- well, you're right, of course, that we've never, in a, you know, you've consulted, but we've never worked full time in a video game development studio. We've never crunched. We've only heard stories, both good and bad. I actually and- have,
1: Greg. I was full time at Telltale for several months on se- on Walking Dead season one. Sure. We never had to. We, and we did crunch like a little bit, but it wasn't it wasn't that bad. But again, even having done that, I, I don't feel like I've been in the trenches anything like enough to really feel like I can speak to this issue in an informed way.
0: I think, you know, the reason this story is getting so much traction this time around isn't so much the fact that it's crunch. It's the fact that they're going back on what they said, that they, they, you know, that they did have this whole thing last year of, hey, we're going to put out this game that everybody wants and we're not going to overwork the company. We're not going to fall into these pitfalls and then to fall into the pitfalls here. That's why so much of this is coming up. And I think it goes without saying that crunch is bad. And again, we've talked about it on this show many times. But if you're new or haven't caught maybe those episodes, it's the fact that I think there is a spectrum of crunch where there's the crunch that, you know, oh, my God, we're bootstrapping together and we're doing this thing and we're all in this together and you're working on the thing and it's this bonding experience to get the thing done to hit the milestone you need and that sense of relief and then there's the mandatory crunch that is you are working for six days uh you are at rockstar and you see that this is an old story but dan hauser is here till midnight which means you're not fucking leaving before him you don't want to walk by that office and have them think that you're not working as hard as they are kind of crunch and I do think those can be independent of each other. I do think lots of times there's a gray area in the middle where they mash up and even the bonding crunch isn't the thing it is. But again, to the point, I think we're all on the same page that making people work crazy hours and not see their families and not go home. And back in the old days when they brag about having a mattress under their desk to sleep in when they were in crunch, like that's not healthy. That's not good. But it is back to this thing of can you have a creative endeavor that doesn't end up this way? I think about, you know, everything we've ever done here, right? It kind of funny does come down. Like you think about like the, and I, I'm not saying what we do is anywhere nearly as complicated as uh, uh cyberpunk, but like when we're doing like the game showcase and that comes down to, you know, Tim takes days off work to go home and edit the entire thing. And then it is no matter what that run up to it's going live tomorrow. And the night before it's troubleshooting, it's a long night. It's this, it's that scheduling. A tweet. like anything you're doing. that's a Herculean effort is going to take uh, in, Inordinate amount of yourself. And th- I think that's part of creating. And I'm not saying that justifies crunch. I'm just saying that this is an ongoing conversation that you want to see continue to have. And I think that as more and more mandatory crunches have been drugged into the light of day, you see more and more gamers go, I'd rather wait for the game than see you kill yourselves for the game. But then there is this line of, you know, what they're talking about right now from Adam, right? Of like, hey, we've submitted the game, now we need to push and be done with it kind of thing, and where is that line? That is a new deadline, and should they have held the game back more than do that? Every developer I've ever had the privilege of speaking to about their game would tell you that no game they ship is ever done. Everything they ship, ships, and there's going to be bugs. So even if you gave CD Projekt Red another six months to work on this game, there'd still be this run-up to that launch to make sure that it doesn't explode when it gets in your hands. And I'm not in the industry deep enough on that side of the industry to sit here and tell you how to fix that and what that is. And I think, you know, if there's a silver lining to this, it is the fact that, you know, rather than, well, first off, take care of the employees. It's Polish law, of course, saying that, hey, you're going to, you know, pay them for the overtime. Great. A lot of people don't get paid for their overtime. Of course, you know, driving home the fact that, hey, we are a profit share 10% of this, you know, the annual profit from the company is going to be redistributed. So there is a reward for that. I do also think that it's nice uh, at least in some respect whether it's you know just platitudes or not to see Adam quote tweeting the Jason story and responding to it and not being like shut your fucking mouth you mealy mouth journalist blah blah and being like listen yeah this fucking sucks but this is how we're trying to and I mean like again that that's that doesn't matter to the person who just found out they don't have Saturdays for 6 weeks but also to the that person who doesn't have Saturdays for 6 weeks are they and this is where it gets into that gray area are they excited at least to see the finish line and they want their game to be as good as possible because they've given their entire life for it so far or are they fuck man i wanted that day like i don't i'm not in every i'm not having these conversations with these people i'm not going into it to figure that out and so in in like you know i want if i can bring up two different questions or not even questions really but two different things on patreon.com slash kind of funny games that got written in uh i think they both actually you said you know you want to take not you don't want to take the bench but you kind of want to listen a bit more than talk right gary yeah exactly well put we got two, two here from parker and wit that i think actually talk to each other uh parker petroff wrote into patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can it says hello kfgd crew cd project red or cd project red announced uh, that they are going to have to have their staff work six day work weeks leading up to the launch of cyberpunk 2077. i don't need any game developer to crunch so i can play a game mental health and family mental health and family time is important However, what I don't understand is how this practice is different than all the other retailer workers, all the other retail workers who have to put in long hours during the holiday season. I know many people who work retail, uh, re- who work retail open six uh, to eight a.m. and close ten a.m. to one a.m. Uh, every day from November to the New Year. In the Midwest, as a construction as construction c- season is short, I know many construction workers who work one hundred plus hours every two weeks for months during the construction season, and nowhere. Are these practices frowned upon or looked down upon? Why is crunch, when it comes to gaming, seemingly frowned upon, but no one bats an eye when it's your UPS driver during the holiday season, your retail workers uh, making sure you can get your holiday gifts, or construction workers uh, working on roads and buildings? Wit writes in and says, in regards to reports on crunch at C- or Cyberpunk 2077, why are so many people's arguments defending crunch boil down to, "Hey, I have forced overtime," and or "I get overworked too"? Why do people say, "Hey"? I suffer too, tough shit, instead of saying, hey, I suffer too, let's work together because we all deserve better. Furthermore, I've seen so many tweets uh, about this kind of reporting only occurs in the games industry and not construction, healthcare, supermarket, which is just a lie. Reports on mistreatment of employees in a range of industries has been constant throughout and beyond the COVID-19 pandemic. And people who claim that reporting like this only happens in the games industry are not looking very hard. Why do people believe that bringing up injustices in one industry devalues the injustices in another industry? Why do people, why are people so angry at attempts to hold companies and management accountable for not keeping their promises? I think right there, two parts of the same argument as people go back and forth about it. And, you know, to Parker's thing of why does nobody bat an eye about all this other stuff? And again, this is all handled in the, Best friend tree. No one's trying to be disrespectful or ta- antagonistic to each other. To Parker's question, I would say, well, no. Like, I, how many times every year I feel like we talk about how fucked up Black Friday is and how fucked up it is that in other years we've seen Walmart's, and t- I shouldn't even name names because I'm rusty on this, but you see the big box retailers make people work on Thanksgiving. And I know this year there's already been articles out about that that's not happening at certain big box retailers. And that's great. Like, this is, and of course, this all goes into, you know, Jason's been, uh, such a stalwart and a conversation leader for the need for games to unionize. And of course, obviously when he was at Kotaku go media unionizing and all that jazz. Um, I think that's part of this conversation as well, right. Of, yeah, if, even if we want to go with Parker's thing of the mail service, I think is a good one of like, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, mail carriers, Amazon drivers, GPS drivers, all this stuff are going to work crazy hours as the holidays continue to ramp up. And we wait for our boxes with our fancy console machines in them. Right. Like, yeah, that sucks. That's that's not fair. Like, and the problem is that we got in these companies got into this arm race of who could deliver your shit faster, right? I don't, and I don't know if it starts with Domino's thirty minutes or less back in the day when we were growing up, or I was growing up here in America, and like pizza delivery was the the new race, and that was always the joke. But like, it is this thing that these once outlandish promises and s- schemes became what we all expect, and so it does need to be a wrench thrown in the works from people and uh, services and places to go like, well, no, you're not looking out for your fellow man, your fellow individual, your fellow human. Like, that's not cool. And so I think, you know, as we continue to have these conversations in games, I do see people online bristle about them. Like, oh, my God, like, we get it. But I work hard, too, and I do this. And it's, it's not devaluing what you do as much as saying, well this is the industry we're all paying attention to and watching a, a a podcast about and conversing about and you understand that the team behind Last of Us is this hundreds of people or whatever. Like it's about making changes where you can that you hope trickle down and reset, right? Like I it's it's to try to boil it down to the most thing it's it's shopping at your local grocery store rather than your Walmart Supercenter. And if Walmart Supercenter is open till the middle of the night and your local grocery store closes on normal hours it's not going to the Walmart Superstore to get that thing you need waiting for your local grocery store to open up it is about voting with your wallet it is about capitalism it is this very complicated situation that is far more than video games but I don't think needs to have us get into these wars where you can't it, it, I'm with wit to an extent right of like well it's shitty for me I don't care if it's shitty for other people like, That's a fucked up way to look at it am I wrong Gary
1: no, you're not wrong. I think, you know, ultimately to some extent, some some small amount of crunch is always unavoidable. I used to work in um, you know, print journalism. You no, know, put out a monthly magazine. I did that for many, many years. And as 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 hard as we always worked to kind of stay on deadline and like that's that's not a case of like, oh, just ship it when it's ready. You have to put a monthly magazine out every month by a certain date. That is a, that is a locked deadline. And so inevitably, yeah. one week out of four would always kind of be. Crunch week. And, you know, we would work late nights and we would occasionally come in on Saturdays and and Sundays and we didn't get any overtime or uh, additional pay. It was just expected. It was just baked into the culture that that's what you had to do. Um, So I think I don't know if you'll ever be able to kind of put in the kind of systems that will completely um, uh, mitigate. Uh, or or get rid of crunch. So there's there's you know your workflow is never going to be flat, right? It's always going to scale up as you get closer and closer to having to ship a product. The question is, what can you do to mitigate that? Well, you can you can treat your employees with with decency and respect. You can compensate them um, properly for the extra work that they're doing. The problem I think is increasingly not at companies like CD Projekt Red, which does actually seem to at least be trying to be transparent and to compensate. Um, people for what increasingly looks like you know a, a, a somewhat unavoidable problem. To some extent, the problem is that larger companies like Amazon and Walmart, who genuinely don't give a fuck about their employees, who pay them the bare minimum, while Bezos gets you know billions and billions of dollars richer uh, every day. And people are scared to go to the bathroom because they're being followed by some kind of fucking drone that's feeding their information <laughs> back to an algorithm that's telling their overseer how productive they are. Come on, it, we're, we're, that's that's not America. We're better than that. That's some bullshit. Um, so it's, it's, it's a vast, vast problem. And, and I think there's a, there's a, there's a, I think our eyes off the, you know, we're in video games and this is a thing that CD Projekt Red said this week. So we're talking about it, but this is not where the real, the real problem is. The the problem lies at the bigger companies, uh, where you've got people earning much less money and are expected to do much more work and are terrified, um, to not make their quota or they're always being watched and they're going to, and they're going to get the sack because there's a million people waiting to replace them um that's that's the real issue and there's, and there's and there's a much much bigger political conversation to be had uh about that about you know th- that kind of uh employment uh culture uh here in america um i think i think see I, i'm ready to move on but i think that cd project red um are handle seem to be handling this as well um as they as they possibly can be but again i i i leave you with the the same thought that i that i began with i'm not an expert uh, on this issue. And I think there are too many people on the internet who don't know what they're talking about. But that doesn't stop them having an opinion. And it leads to a lot of noise. Uh, and I'm I'm really trying to make a conscious effort, not just in this particular case, but in general to not contribute uh, to that noise and let and, and make room for people who actually know what they're talking about um, uh, to be heard. Well said, Gary.
0: Uh, Final story on the Roper Report for Your Widow Wednesday. Uh, There is a new Smash Brothers fighter getting revealed tomorrow. The tweet reads The next smash brothers ultimate dlc fighter will be revealed tomorrow at 7 a.m pacific time the video presentation will be roughly three minutes long followed by a brief message from the director uh uh tune in here tomorrow and then it's linked to that uh of course at 7 a.m pacific time very early but we will be up here live reacting twitch.tv slash kind of funny games tim leading the charge to see if he's going to freak out about who is actually going to be in the new smash brothers
1: any predictions any, yeah, any. Easy. what's on your wish list? Must be something you'd like to see. Oh,
0: I haven't played Smash in so long. Like, no, I really don't really What do you, what do you think Tim a...
1: wants to see? There's there's this character from Fire yeah. Emblem that I think would be
0: perfect. See, that's it. That's how they break you. That's how they break you. How many gosh dang Fire Emblem characters Tim, do I need? Tim's got to gotta have some strong opinions on this, right? He does, yeah. Hold on, we'll call him. That's a great point. That's a great point. See, this coward answers the phone, though, you know? Cow. <laughs> Tim, it's Greg Miller. You're on Games Daily with Gary, uh, Gary and Greg, we call it. Oh, what's up, guys? Nothing. Uh, we just read about the Smash Brothers fighter reveal tomorrow, seven a.m. You're going to be up live reacting. Who do you want to see? But who do you think it'll be? This is the
2: first time that there's a Smash Brothers character announcement that there is no substantial rumors at all that are pointing any which way. Um, so, having said that. Who do I want? Crash Bandicoot. Are you freaking kidding me? (laughs) Like, obviously, that has been my dream since day one. Crash and Smash. Like, boy. Sure. Um, But who do I expect? I very, very firmly expect either a Sword and Shield Gen Pokemon or uh, Rex or Pura from Xenoblade Chronicles.
0: Okay. I saw somebody in the chat talk about the Hades guy. That's not going to happen. What about any uh, other Animal Crossing people you think, maybe? Tom Nook?
2: I mean, I really... I hope not. Like, here's my thing. At this point, I, I'm looking weird. We're running out of characters that are going to be announced. I think that we have four or five more. And I want representation for different games. Like, I think that at this point, this is already the biggest crossover ever. It's exciting and things get weird. So, it just being Nintendo properties we've already seen before, I'm kind of like, that's fine. I'm excited for any character. I'm excited for any new spirits I can get. But I think the real hype comes from, like, the oh, shit factor. And, you know, so far with the this latest Challenger pack, it's kind of been a little bit more like, all right, we're going back to, you know, core Nintendo um, franchises, which isn't a bad thing necessarily, but it's definitely a lot less exciting.
0: Okay. Thank you for your input. I hope it's crashed for your sake. Yep.
2: Thank you. I love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go back on what I just said, and I'm gonna shoot my mouth off about something I know almost nothing about. <laughs> I know very little about Super Smash Brothers. I've tried to play it, as you know, I'm I'm not very good. Um, but you know, just I I generally tend to agree with Tim that I, I personally I get excited when they bring in characters from uh out you know outside of the usual Nintendo uh, bubble. I think Greg, you and I can all remember one of my favorite moments in gaming reveal history is when is when Solid Snake came out of that fucking cardboard box. Yeah right do you remember oh, yeah. I, it's like I, everyone remembers where they were when they saw that what a what a huge reveal that was so i think tim's probably right it's probably going to be one of these underwarming like here's another pokemon or here's like something from like a third tier nintendo franchise but i want to see i you know i want to see master chief i want to see crash bandicoot i want to see a battle toad just something from out you know from outside of the typical uh nintendo bubble i think when they when they widen the universe like that and and kind of bring in big characters from other big franchises i think that's um that's always really fun. But I, you know, I, I don't have my expectations. I think it'll be a little bit overwhelming. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's another solid snake type. Oh my God. I can't believe that character. But who is could it be? be I Smash. feel like
0: everything's been rumored at this point. We're like, I, I, I saw people talking about doom guy. Like people always want doom guy. And I'm like, yeah, you know, like, I could. I don't think that would happen, but I could see that like master chief, I think is the last, like, if that happened, it would be outrageous. Outrageous.
1: What about a fall guy? I mean, that'd I'm be a cool beans. way to announce
0: it's finally coming in a Switch.
1: <laughs> 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 be, that'd be beans. fucking
0: insane, but sure, why not? <gasps>
1: um, yeah, it's 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 always fun to speculate about this. I I don't think it will be an OMG type moment, but uh, I hope I I hope so. I you know I I, I would I would love to see um, a character from outside of the as I said that typical kind of Nintendo uh, uh, bubble, or or again even even it can still be from in from within uh, the world of Nintendo, but something that you again just something like less expected. Um, I think is always more interesting and fun. I guess we'll find out soon enough. We will find out, but even tomorrow at seven
0: a m Pacific is so far away. Gary, if I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and Grop shops. Where would I go?
1: The official list of upcoming software on each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday
0: mm-hmm. yeah today like i said animal crossing 1.5.0 patch is available download it so tomorrow you can get right into your halloweeny stuff also there's a predator update out on playstation 4 and pc steve watts at Gamespot boiled it all down uh it's going to be new content for the multiple it includes a new map and a pvp mode uh, called clash which pits teams of four against each other and fire teams you build up a meter till one of you gets to be the predator and go out and kill everybody i saw I saw,
1: I, I saw that they said that's the biggest update for the predator game so far in terms of new the map, map finally I'm man
0: there. finally got a new map uh, in a new mode yeah that's that's all big for them yeah We're excited to play uh for games though you got uh commander 85 on xbox one and pc and mac uh mine C's on switch birthday of midnight on xbox one sword breaker the game on xbox one uh in in inertal it's like inertia right no no Internal drift, I don't know. Kevin, you got that one for me? Not, <laughs> no idea my friendly. dude. I could probably Nerdle, in a in Inner, Internal drift on P- on Xbox 1. Feather on Xbox 1. Mess Adventures on PC and Mac. Perfect Matter on PC. Uh Tacoria? No, 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 no. Taco Rita uh, meets Fries on PC and Mac. Wild Honest, A Party Game for Deeper Conversations, is on PC and Mac. Uh, Space Flux is on PC. XOL is on PC and Mac. New Yankee 9, The Spellbook, is on PC. Rogue Company is on PC. Detective Case and Clown Bot in Murder in the Hotel uh, Lisbon uh, is uh, on Switch. Then new dates for you. Uh, the second standalone expansion for Spellforce 3 Fallen God will revive November 3rd. Uh, Jet Board Joust, a Commodore 64 sequel, 30 years in the making, uh, comes to seem October 23rd. Uh, Descenders finally comes to Nintendo Switch November 6th. Brew Potions till the break of dawn in Abra kadabrew a one to four player memory game out october 14th on switch and then cook save delicious three is out november 14th on pc switch and xbox one ps4 and luna shortly thereafter
1: i gotta say greg i just pulled up the steam page for wild honesty a party game for deeper conversations and it looks interesting you know what it looks like it almost looks like a multiplayer version of kind words where you're kind of encouraged to like really share super deep thoughts and, and intimate, you know, feelings and anxieties and vulnerabilities it says here, aspiring to fight loneliness and bring friends around the world together through shared connection and conversations. Wild honesty encourages you to go deep and break down emotional barriers in a mindful and fulfilling gameplay experience. I feel, I feel like you, here's what I want. I'm going to pitch this right now. You, me, and the kind of yeah. funny crew should play this game and stream yeah okay let's Done. do it i want right. to i'm ready for some wild honesty i'm getting i'm wild getting on steam honesty. right now very cool. all right, cool.
0: All right. Um, I do it, Greg. i'm in let's get let's get wildly
1: honest with each other
0: but then you have a new talk show called wild talking you know what i mean there you go uh deals the day for you uh prime gaming has announced that october features more than 30 free games uh highlights include layers of fear silver chains dead age surf world series and jay and silent bob mall brawl of course prime gaming is one of your uh perks if you're amazon prime and you link it to your twitch hey speaking of that prime gaming gaming gives you a 30-day subscription to a twitch channel of your choice we'd love it to be us remember it doesn't auto renew it doesn't remind you they want you to forget that you have this free five dollar subscription to give away so if you went to your amazon prime logged in then yeah it's funny
1: it's funny how they never remind you right weird right google
0: prime gaming. you could link them up and you could go to kind of funny games and give it to us uh playstation plus for october has been announced it's going to be need for speed payback and vampire vampire uh next tuesday when that happens and then xbox play
1: that vampire game
0: Yeah, I remember people liking it back when it originally dropped, and it was like wonky and weird, but people liked it. And I remember starting it, and it didn't click for me, but I think maybe I'm in a better headspace to play a vampire game now. Maybe I'll look into it. Uh, Xbox is having a Deep Sea sale as well. Uh, You can get Maneater, Standard, Deep, Subnautica, and a bunch of other games for up to 67% off. So there's a lot going on over there if you want to look into Uh, it.
1: Andy Cortez just dropped an interesting uh, tweet into the chat. um, um, Following on from a tweet, uh, from 47 minutes ago, from Wario 64, saying you can currently get Overwatch on PC for free. Wowie, wow, wow!
0: There's a deal of the day so for you. Never right tried there.
1: Overwatch? Now's, now's the now's the time to get in.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have to do it on PC though. You know, right. uh, yeah.
1: Why would you want to play on the main format that people play? Yeah, on? no way, no. Um, Gary,
0: yes, Greg. It's time for me to tell you about our sponsors. Ah, uh, this episode of kind of funny games daily is brought to you by upstart during these economically turbulent times everyone is looking for a way to feel more financially secure so if you're still needlessly throwing money every month at high interest credit card debt it's time you checked out upstart the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score now is the time to find out how low your upstart rate can be and help pay off that high interest credit card debt Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. You don't need a degree or a diploma to apply, though. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate since it's just a soft pull it won't affect your credit score the hard pull happens if you accept your rate and proceed with your application the best part if the loan is approved and accepted most people get their funds the very next business day Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals, free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt, and get back to using your money the way you want to with Upstart. See why Upstart has a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate can be checking your rate takes only a few minutes that's upstart.com slash kf your loan amount will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application not all applicants will qualify for the full amount up next is hymns forhims.com is all about men's wellness you know the story i know the story but i'm going to tell you again andy and nick noticed their hair was thinning and they went to forhims.com where They got teamed up with a doctor who had a little online appointment with them, prescribed well-known generic equivalents to name brand things that cost them way less money. And then the products were shipped directly to Andy and Nick's door for their hair, and they love it, and you should too. Uh, of course, we talk about this, uh, HIMS for being for hair loss. HIMSS is also for erectile dysfunction. It's real science. It's real solutions. Uh, it would cost hundreds of dollars if you went through a doctor or a pharmacy, but not with HIMSS. HIMSS make it simple and affordable. There's no embarrassing conversations, no expensive appointments. Just answer a few questions online about your medical history, and a provider will confidentially re- review. If approved, your medication is shipped directly to your door in a discreet package. Uh, it's all, uh, and the shipping is free um try hims today by starting out with a free online visit go to forhims.com/gamesdaily for your free visit that's forhims.com/gamesdaily f o r h i m s.com/gamesdaily prescription products are subject to a medical provider approval and require an online consultation with a medical provider who will determine if prescription is appropriate see the website for full details and safety information remember forhims.com/gamesdaily and our final sponsor of the day is Logitech. Logitech, of course, has been kind of funny's go-to for a long time when it comes to gaming headsets. Uh, as you know, I've been using the Pro X at the office, but I use the wired one with the blue uh, microphone. However, now we're talking about the Pro X wireless light speed gaming headset. and It's a game changer. Based on the award-winning Pro Gaming Headset design, Pro X wireless headset features uh, high-quality materials, advanced communications, precision audio, and total wireless freedom. Uh, It's a high-performance Pro X gaming headset with light-speed wireless technology and up to 20 hours of battery life. It also features a detachable Pro-grade microphone uh, featuring real-time blue voice technology, including passive noise isolation, isolation, compressor limiter, and more for clean professional voice comms. It doesn't stop there. There's also the advanced Pro G 50 millimeter drivers, which deliver clear and precise sound imaging that improves bass response. Here are footsteps and environmental cues with clarity to give you the competitive advantage. Uh you can experience the headset, supreme comfort, and durability. For a limited time, Logitech G is giving our listeners 10% off select products at LogitechG dot com. Use the code KF Games for 10% off today. That's 10% off select Logitech G products with the promo code KF games games, games. games, games, Welcome back to the show, Gary.
1: I'll help you out here, Greg. I am not in any you know I always kind of like when you do the sponsorship stuff, I kind of just switch off you a drift. little bit. But um mm-hmm. Uh, no one's paying me to say this. I'm just trying, you know, genuinely. I use all I, I, I have like yeah. Logitech G stuff up and down uh, this piece, and uh, love <laughs> Love it. Love it. I, have yeah. the, I have the mouse. I have the keyboard. I have a, I have the Pro X uh, headset over there. Logitech G, in my humble, unsolicited opinion, uh, do genuinely make some of the best uh, PC gaming hardware out there. So I'm happy to support that uh, that sponsor for you.
0: Thank you very much, Gary. I appreciate that, ladies and gentlemen. Let's let's answer one question before we get out of here. All right, Gary? And this Ooh. pertains to you. Cause of course, okay. Gary Widda, one of the hosts of the Kind of Funny X Cast, each and every Saturday, six AM, alongside Snowbike Mike and Alana Pierce. Uh, Alfie writes in to patreon.com slash kinda funny games, just like you can and says, Hi, Greg and Gary. It seems the entire gaming media has been praising Microsoft lately in a let's root for the little guy way, presumably because they were behind this generation in the rollout of Game Pass. Uh, With the recent Bethesda acquisition news, this sentiment uh, has been further voiced, and I've heard very few people voice concern about the acquisition. While it is a bit early to worry too much about the contradiction of the industry with the Bethesda acquisition, the comments that Microsoft is looking to target other large acquisitions might be reason for concern. I know right now people don't care because it just makes Game Pass better. I'm a subscriber as well, so I admit I benefit. Uh, but this could have serious ramifications down the road, including limiting how much money there is in Game Pass for small-slash-indie devs. Microsoft Microsoft has been fine with losing money on Game Pass to this point, but even with their high subscriber count and buying studios and publishers, at, but at some point, Microsoft will need to make money on this investment. I suspect at this point, people are not going to be as excited. So I guess my question is this. Why are people cheering on Microsoft as they are a small startup? Is it because the gaming media has so much uh, base... I think it means is so much based in the U.S. and wants to see a U.S. company succeed over the Japanese competitors? Is it the pure desire to have a Netflix-type subscription for gaming uh, that makes people completely dismissive of other ramifications? Is it just the American way of cheering on capitalism with a juggernaut company? Is it that Microsoft is more generous in sending out systems and media kits to people to get them excited? As someone in Europe, I am struggling to understand this. So Gary, to cut it down to that one question: Why are people cheering for Microsoft as if they are the small guy, the little guy, the David versus the? Guy? I mean,
1: I, I I fundamentally reject the premise of the question. I don't I don't understand where that question's coming from at all. Um, I don't think anyone's cheering them on as if they're the little guy. In what in what universe could Microsoft ever be considered the little guy? One of mm-hmm. the biggest companies on the planet. Um, I think you know we're cheering on everyone right now. We're people who are excited about games. Um, and Mike and, and, and as we've said uh, as, as we've said on this show as we've said on the Xcast as we've seen across the industry, Microsoft after the um, uh, calamitous launch of the Xbox one, they did eventually claw some of it back in the second half of the generation but they had a bad generation they had a great generation with the 360, a bad one overall um not, not overall I think like, like overall kind of a mixed one. Uh, with the Xbox One. They really did squander the first half of that generation. They pulled it back in the second half. Um, but, you know, everything they're doing right now seems really good and positive. We love Game Pass. What's, what's the fucking argument against, from the consumer point and viewpoint, what's the reason to not like Game Pass? There isn't one. There's literally nothing to not like. Uh, the hardware looks good. Their messaging is good. Um, you know, Phil Spencer's making all the right noises and seems to be leading the company uh, in a very positive direction. Um, you know, the acquisitions they're making are—you know—they're making a lot of moves. Greg, you know how much yeah. I, I approve of that. Um, right now, they're just right now—they're just having a little bit of a moment in the sun. People are excited about this new console, and as, and i I'll go—I'll take you back to the to the top of the conversation. They're doing a better job of messaging right now. They've got you've got two big consoles coming out two days apart. Microsoft right now is that they're the ones sending out the hardware. They're the ones getting the favorable uh, hands-on impressions. Sony will have their turn. Give it a week or two weeks if they if they follow the the same uh, game plan. The PS5 um, uh, hardware will be in the in the hands of uh, of, of um, the the influencers and the reviewers and the tech bloggers mm-hmm. as well. And once we get over like how ridiculously large it is, because that is going to be the first impression. I'm sure the impressions of the PlayStation Five and the controller and the games. And the and the user experience will be uh, very favourable um, as well. I don't think like the media narrative right now is in any way uh, tilted or uh, swung towards you know favouring uh, Microsoft. There's a, you know this isn't a zero sum sum game. For the last twenty years or so, uh, there's been pl- longer than that. There's been plenty of room for more than one company in this in this marketplace. It used to be Nintendo and Sega. Now it's Nintendo. Sony uh and Microsoft there's there's plenty of room for for everyone to make money and succeed and choice is good um and you know long may it continue. Uh, I as you know I personally have a little bit of a um, preference for Xbox. I just mm-hmm. I just like the UX and the an Xbox Live and I just I guess I have more of like a sentimental affinity for it because I, I was in it from the very uh beginning. I had the original uh xbox i just like the xbox i like the playstation as well but if i had to have only one i probably would choose the xbox just my personal preference but i'm not tribal i'm not a platform warrior i'm not either going oh playstation's dumb um xbox right now at this moment is 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 doing things that are making a lot of people cheer for them what's what's wrong with that
0: i no, you nail it i do think that there's why
1: this person is all bent out of shape over it
0: I think there is a positive sentiment around uh, Microsoft right now when we talk about it, but it's not unfounded. It's this idea. Number one, I mean, if you want to go back to the roots like you did, and I won't, uh, you nailed it, so I don't want to tread on everything you just did, retread everything you just did. It is the fact that Microsoft fucked up the Xbox One launch lineup, so they started making a bunch of, once Phil got in charge, started making a bunch of, gamer first pro consumer moves and you want to see those pay off and they are exciting to see game pass become this service that is worth so much to them but then also to your point like yeah like we're excited for all the next gen stuff we're excited for every new piece of hardware whether it is this rtx card everybody talks about or it is the xbox or playstation 5 and such a part of that is this idea that Xbox is talking about the Xbox. They are showing the Xbox. They have Xbox in <laughs> reviewer and influencers' hands, right? Whereas PlayStation doesn't yeah. have it. So We are PlayStation, talking about
1: the Xbox right now because Microsoft is giving us things to talk about.
0: And what is PlayStation giving us things to talk about? Oh, Very well, little. is that save going to work or is it not going to work? Well, they confirmed right. it for this. They didn't confirm it for that game. They changed Peter's face. To, I don't know if I like, like, nobody cares. Once we get the system, all this is a moot point, And we'll talk about that as well. But it is this idea that, at the long, long and short of this is that, guess what? competition is good competition challenges each of these companies to be better uh, for the consumer and make better products and so what is is it, it's crazy it is batshit crazy that xbox bought bethesda and there's right. a million different thought uh, pieces out there and podcasts you can listen to as what does that mean for bethesda games going forward on playstation consoles like
1: and i know we'll I'll say, see again greg no it's not it's not just the fact that this week this particular week microsoft has hardware in the hands of, of bloggers and influencers and 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 journalists uh, and Sony doesn't again, that'll that'll change. Sony will get the hardware out there. I don't know what their strategy is, but I, I imagine that they are planning to seed uh, units into the hands of uh, select people and we'll start getting those impressions as well. and that and that'll be Sony's week uh, in the spotlight. But for right now, stepping back, and I'll say it again, um and again, I say this as someone who doesn't have any real tribalism in them, but someone who has a slight preference uh, uh, sentimentally for the Xbox. Sure, sure. Microsoft is just it just has a better story to tell right now. Game True. Pass, uh, Xcloud, um, EA Play, uh A- 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 Xbox All Access, the Series S. The, 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 the Xbox narrative right now is just so much more fucking interesting than the PlayStation narrative, which is simply, which is very unimaginative. Okay, here's here's the next box. It's no longer the PlayStation 4, it's the PlayStation 5. It's more powerful than the last one. Uh Profit. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Sony has not given us anything interesting to talk about, the way that Microsoft has. Maybe that's the reason why.
0: Agree, ladies and gentlemen that's kind of funny games daily I looked at you're wrong it was all a bunch of editorializing so we're fine that's good nobody wanted to squad up today that's cool too tomorrow I'll host with Tim and then Friday I'll host with blessing uh ladies and gentlemen remember this has been kind of funny games daily each and every week on a variety of platforms we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about if you like that be part of the show patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free you can get it your questions read and normally you get the post show but we went incredibly long today uh because the show was so good and I am late for some, a review event redacted thing I can't can't tell you about so there will be no post show I apologize but if you go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games you could see something for if you go for a dollar you can get a uh, bless up blessings monthly show uh, where he talks to you straight away and answers your questions but I'm can sure I make understand.
1: a record before we go can I make because I wanted to do this while blessing was on the phone button and get an opportunity to sure. uh so I'll say it now for Donktober. um the way to get me watching that is can and I guess they would have to go find the the hardware if they don't already have it uh if they're true fans they should already have it uh, I would really like to see them play that um, Donkey Kong game where you play the bongos. I forget the name of it, but I would like to see that. Donkey game. Konga. Donkey Konga. Yeah, I want, I want to see some Donkey Konga. If they, if they could possibly hook that up. Um, I believe you, we you, have. I, I'll, I'll sign up. We have the bongos. You got it? Oh, then, then there's no excuse. Yeah, the studio. Get Ladies done. and
0: gentlemen, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.